What's going on, guys? This is the Lease Convo Podcast for Vanguard Northeast Realty in Scarborough. VanguardNE.ca, the podcast on Norman James, along with Mike Jello, who's spending some time with us before heading up the QEW to Toronto for Game 5 between the Checkers and Marlies. Mr. A, how are you? Good morning, Norman. I'm well, a little tired from the back and forth, uh, mm-hmm. but it's well worth it because, uh, you know, hockey in May, It's if it isn't the Leafs, it usually is the Marlies. So I'm, I'm a hockey addict and I enjoyed making the trip. Mike, we appreciate everything you do. And it's not just for the Leafs convo, but for hockey buzz, as well as featured and fungo sports. We'll talk about the Marlies in just two minutes. This is a quick one, OGs. We're going to get to some questions as well. Paul McFarlane, congratulations. You called it that uh, you expected him to become a member of the Leafs coaching staff. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. he's joined the coaching staff. Nice call. Yeah, well, I have to give credit to who, who mentioned and it was it was Jeff Merrick last month on, on 31 Thoughts. But I just, you know, when he, he actually, like, last year predicted that Rasmus Sandin was going to be the Leafs' first-round pick. And then, you know, um, I mentioned McFarland last month after, and who was part of Bob Bugner's staff in Florida. And, you know, has a great reputation. He's a young guy, 33 years old. Uh, the, the, uh, the Panthers had a, uh, uh, the second ranked power play in the NHL. And he was sort of lost in the shuffle of the firing of Bugner and the hiring of Joel Quenville. So when, I mean, it, it was painfully apparent that Babcock was not going to get let go that there were going to have to be changes in his staff and Jim Hiller uh, apparently has been given permission to talk to a number of other teams. So they were looking for somebody who could help the power play out. And apparently McFarland is very good in terms of tactics mm-hmm. and positioning on the power play. So it, it appears to be a pretty good ad for the Leafs. Six degrees of separation here, Mike, when it comes to the Maple Leafs and things going on with us, Paul McFarland was a head coach in Kingston for Dougie Gilmore's, Frontenac, Dougie Gilmore, one of the iconic Leafs of all time. He takes the place, I suppose, um, technically on the bench of another Bob Bugner underling, DJ Smith, who's on his way to Ottawa. I'm surprised by all the heat I got by wishing DJ all the best with the Senators, except when it's against the Leafs. It's crazy. This hatred for the Senators is, is what it is. Um, Eli Cohen on Twitter wants to know, Mike, on this McFarland hiring. Was that a Dubas call or a Babcock call? Well, I asked the same question yesterday and talking to some other reporters, and it sounds to me like it was sort of a meeting of the minds because McFarland is a young guy, OHL. Dubas, obviously, his history with Sault Ste. Marie and being in touch with the OHL. Um, but Babcock, there, there is a connection through DJ Smith to Babcock mm-hmm. because McFarland was, a, was an assistant coach with DJ Smith in Oshawa for a couple of years. So um, from what I heard yesterday, this has been – pretty much set since he got let go from Florida. So um, it, it sounds like, you know, they, they wanted to go in a younger direction, but I think Babcock also was in on it. So I think it was a, like I said, a happy uh, meeting of the minds. This is the Leafs Convo podcast for Vanguard Northeast Realty in Scarborough, VanguardNE.ca. If you're listening on podcast, thanks. If you're listening on the YouTube channel, we love you. Please like and subscribe to our endeavor on YouTube if you haven't already. So the Marley's checkers all tied up at two wins apiece. Game five this evening. You will be there. We know you are the Marley's good luck charm. You were on site for game seven last year against the Stars when Sheldon Keefe's Marley's finally 
won the Calder Cup, Mike, so we know you're going to bring them more good luck this evening. Do they need it? Well, if I was a good luck charm, they wouldn't have gotten walloped in game three. And last night, I mean, honestly, I thought they were outplayed by Charlotte. I mean, they came out with energy in the first period. Mason Marchment knocking uh, the, the leading scorer, the checkers, through the through the door at the bench. Um, but, you know, Charlotte, uh, after the Marlies took a one nothing lead, bounced back, then took the lead twice in the third period. And really the goals that uh, the Marlies scored to tie the game were very fortunate. Uh, Michael Carcone, who scored the overtime winner he, in the hat trick in the game, deflected a sort of a floater shot past the goalie, uh, Alex Nadelkovic, uh, to, to tie the game. And then down three to two, Jeremy Bracco did a spinorama that was, I think, meant more of, uh, as a pass, a backhand pass. And it went off uh, Nadelkovic's, I think, skate into the net. So they were very fortunate. And Sheldon Keefe said after the game that, you know, they didn't play the game that they had hoped that they would play, but they'll take the win. And now, you know, a pivotal game five, if they, take the lead in the series. They have two shots at uh, getting to the comp, uh, Calder Cup final uh, in Charlotte uh, on the weekend. And if they lose, then it's going to be a real tough uh, task to win both games in Charlotte. Michael Carcone, Michael Agello, the Carcone Agello turf wars in Lackawanna back in the eighties. Pretty deadly stuff. Yeah. All these, all these day goes at Brocco. Okay. Brocco. Marchment, Lilligren, and Rosen, all members of the Toronto Maple Leafs in 1920. Yes, no? Um, Marchment, yes. I think he's going to be a fourth-line guy. Brocco depends on whether they trade a Janssen, Kapanen, or Nylander in, in the summer. Uh, Liljegren, I think they're playing Liljegren and Rosen together because they want that to be the bottom pairing next year. They're mm-hmm. playing them you know, together uh, on the Marlies. Um, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna hold back on Rasmus Sandin if, uh, um, unless he has a great training camp because mm-hmm. he's young and he's still making some mistakes. But there's a lot of talent there. But yeah, I we were talking about this last night. I, you know, I think there's uh, Pierre Engvall could also be uh, the Freddie Gauthier replacement at fourth line center. Mm-hmm. Eddie Burla on Twitter reaching out to the Leafs combo. Lilligren has been awesome in these playoffs. Could he and Rosen be next year's third pair? You just alluded yeah. to it. The possibility is certainly there. We just want to make sure that the Leafs' defense has some more help, more experience, guys who have been through the grind, guys who can help elevate the young players. And that's my concern, but I certainly want to see the young cats come up and begin to cultivate and begin to experience the NHL and grow their game. But if this team's contending, you can't just rely on a bunch of young dudes who did well in the AHL. You need that support. So let these guys come up and have big, warm, welcoming arms there to to greet them and help them. Yeah, and they're going to make mistakes. And I think one of the things that uh, I think has to change with the Leafs is, you know, sort of the inflexibility of Mike Babcock to not play all 23 players on the roster to, you know, not play Nick Patan, not play Justin Hall. I mean, if they're on the roster, play them. Get, at least no get them shit. in there. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you you can't have a guy sitting around for 60 games and then, and then when somebody gets injured, him step in and him be expected to be like he's, uh, you know, like he's played all the time. You need mm-hmm. to, to mix players into the lineup. Babcock's going to be coaching in Magnitogorsk if he doesn't get his shit together. I love me some Babs, but do the right thing, my friend. Evolve your game, elevate your game, and get this team to a Stanley Cup final. 
the Boston Bruins and St. Louis Blues will be contending for the, the cup this year. Good on Tyler Bozak. Put that in your Bozak and smoke it. Happy for him. I mean, he didn't go to St. Louis. I mean, he said he went to St. Louis because he wants to get to the Stanley Cup final. I don't think he went there because he felt that was a good chance for him to do that. I think he went there because they gave him more money than he deserved. Well, they gave him – I mean, he's a center, and we'll see in the summer how how most centers will get overpaid in free agency because there's a lack of quality centers, and Tyler Bozak is a quality center. He's sure, not yeah. a number one. Yeah, he's not a number one center, and he got labeled as being you know not as good as people thought because he was a number oh, one know. center and, and misplaced on that line with Phil Kessel. Uh, for for years, but he's a quality player. I'm very happy for him. Um, I think most people in the city of Toronto are rooting heartily for Bozak and former Leaf Carl Gunnarsson and uh, and everybody else on the Blues because they don't want to see the Bruins win. Yeah, I remember a few years ago putting out a tweet just in jest saying that Bozak was better than Grabowski, and I got lambasted by the data losers. Mm-hmm. They just they just oh. I was the worst. I'm terrible. I'm awful. So stupid. And clearly I lost that mini debate, right? Bozak's in the oh. Stanley Cup final. And Milko, where is Mikel Grabowski? Is he working at a subway? Um, no, mean, he's, again, well, he, it's, he, my, he, it's my point. He, it's my point. These statistical dynamos, they're great. But it doesn't mean they're going to have a long, incredible career and do things, right? I mean, yeah, hockey's he, hockey. It's, it's played by human beings. It's more than someone who has potential, you actually have to put that potential into practice. But anyway, I, I, I digress. It's the Bozak thing, Mike. Yeah, I think, I think Grubowski is still collecting money from the Islanders because of his concussion problem or whatever. I mean, I just, he's, he's no longer in the league and Bozak is. And I, you know, that debate was no debate. It was clear that Bozak was a better player, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting series. I mean, I think, I think, St. Louis is the team that physically can withstand the, what Boston does uh, in terms yeah. of stepping up like they did against the Leafs in game two of the first round. But whether St. Louis is quick enough because Boston is that dual threat of being able to be physical and being able to be one of the best skill teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a very interesting final. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping St. Louis wins because they've never won a cup before. Wouldn't that be nice to pass the jug around a little more? And I, we all know this, Boston, the New England area, does not need another major championship. They don't. Mike's Boston Red Sox just won the World Series. Yeah. And Yeah, I know. Sure. I, I'm surprised you haven't hung up already. They don't need any more championships. The thing is, Boston, the Bruins, are so effing good. And that leads me to my next question on Twitter, Brandon Cups. So if the Leafs had beat Boston, do you and Mike feel the Leafs would be in the same spot as the Bees are right now, making it past Carolina and Columbus, question mark? Definitely appears the Leafs were the toughest matchup for the Bruins so far. Got them to game seven. Let me add, Mike. Do the Leafs have what the Bruins have? What the Bruins beat the Blue Jackets and Carolina with? Do the Leafs have that? And if they were to have advanced past the Bruins, would they have had the same qualities that the Bruins have to beat the Blue Jackets and the Hurricanes? I don't think so. They may have beat those teams in another way, but right. I still feel the Leafs don't have everything the Bruins have, and that's the reason why the Bruins are playing in the Stanley Cup final and the Leafs are reassessing things for 1920. Yeah, the, I mean, I don't – first of all, they, they're not as good as the Bruins – and that's the proof of that is that most people pick the Bruins to beat the Leafs and 
you know, I think that was that was right on target. Um, Columbus was a Cinderella story, but I think they were physical enough to play against mm-hmm. the Bruins. They just they weren't weren't deep enough, and in the end, Bobrovsky let them down in that in the last game. Maybe Anderson, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Let's just say this. I think Toronto would have gone seven games with Columbus. I think they would have beaten Carolina. I don't know whether if they would have been able to get by Columbus because yeah. Columbus posed similar problems to them than the Bruins did. So to answer his question, I, I'd say probably not, yep. but maybe. You know, it's that that's wishy washy, but that's as good as you can get. What are you taking away from this Raptors run? Three straight against Milwaukee. They have a chance to clinch it at home. In game six, where have we seen this storyline go wrong before, Michael P? Yeah, I, 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 not that I was trolling, but I said, you know, game six at home. Yeah, that's re- it's Scotiabank <laughs> Arena. That's gone, re- that's gone really well for Toronto clubs lately. But uh, you know, I mean, you can't, you can't deny the the um, the, the Kawhi Leonard is is a difference making type of player. It's somebody that the the Leafs don't have an equivalent of in the NHL. Um, but, you know, I can't overlook Milwaukee being able to come back and win in game six and force a game seven. It's possible. But honestly, and, you know, I, I, this is not going out on a great, great limb here. I think these teams are battling to be the one to lose the Golden State. I why really is, do. Why, why is that? I mean, we're not basketball experts, but how many times is Golden State going to get to the final and, and win? Maybe they're a machine. No, I know they're a, they're machine. a machine. I know they're a machine, but they did finish behind the Raptors and Milwaukee in the regular season. And that team does not, they have a bunch of guys who've won three titles, right? But they mm-hmm. don't have Kawhi. And sometimes, you know, it's what's harder the Raptors getting to the final and f- finally winning this thing, or yeah. Golden State winning a fourth title in whatever many years it's been? I mean, well, statistically, the, the, what's going to be more difficult? The, the difficult thing here is if, if, if they do win in game six and they play Golden State, I mean, the, the turning point in the series apparently was uh, was uh, Kawhi uh, matching up against the Greek freak. Okay. Yeah. The problem is who, who is he going to – who is he going to against Golden State? There's too many weapons. It's Clay yeah. Thompson. It's Draymond. It's Steph Curry. He, he, there's not one guy he can guard to neutralize. Yeah. So – if if one guy doesn't, it's a death by a thousand cuts. If one guy doesn't kill you, the other one is going to. So that's why, I mean, I'm not saying that they're a one-man team. Yep. That Golden State, until somebody proves that, you know, that Golden that the Golden State can't win it. I think okay, Golden well, State's we'll see. Gonna... The Raptors still have to get past the Bucs. I think Kawhi's the best player in the playoffs. Uh, they play great team defense. Sure. They were the best team in the league and three-pointers uh, in the regular season, too. Yeah. So there's a good opportunity there for the Raptors, if they get past Milwaukee, to maybe win Toronto its first major championship since the Blue Jays won in 1993. And if, I'm a soccer guy, too, but I don't put the MLS Cup on the same level as the NBA crown. Um, but still, you know, this is, right. these have been pretty good times for Toronto sports. And let's not forget the Marlies might win a second straight Calder Cup. It all has to be a setup, Mike, for the Leafs winning of effing Stanley Cup sometime soon. And if Kyle Dubas and mm-hmm. Mike Babcock, and you said it, kind of come together on how they want to move this thing forward and get the pieces that Dubas likes and Babcock will play, the Leafs will have another decent chance at doing some damage in the regular season to come. And, you know, maybe exercising some demons and following in the footsteps of what the Raptors are doing right now. Uh, It all remains to be seen. 
Michael, safe travels up the QEW. Go enjoy game five. Be the good luck charm. And we'll see what happens next, buddy. Thanks, Norm. The Leafs Combo is brought to you by Vanguard Northeast Realty. With over 15 years experience, Vanguard provides superior level of service for commercial real estate tenants and owners. For more information, visit vanguardne.ca.